Welcome to the Coffee with Kathy podcast. Take a moment to subscribe and like us on Facebook if you haven't already. You can also check out all of our books, merch, and future podcasts at coffeewithkathy.com. Now grab yourself a cup of coffee and get ready to be encouraged. Here's your host, Pastor Kathy Heitschu. It's Coffee with Kathy, people. It's Thursday, 10 o'clock. Let us know. Let us know. Let us know. Hey, Pastor Ross. Good, glorious morning. Got a good cup of coffee going? Amen, everybody. Share this broadcast with people who need to clean their plate. Your mom ever told you to clean your plate? <laughs> My generation is the clean your plate generation. Not even kidding. Not even kidding. Amen. Somebody share this on my wall. This is really fitting today. Uh, Coffee with Kathy. Yes, always have coffee on. Amen. On point, Pastor Ross. On point. Coffee with Kathy Daily Devotional Journal. Today is really, really good. Where is everybody? Let me just wait a minute. Good morning. Hey, Sparky got a nice, good hot cup of coffee. I actually got this really great Starbucks mug from the Chicago Starbucks Reserve Roastery, Chicago. That's really great. Hey, Jim and Mary, good morning. We're sharing the broadcast with everybody who needs to clean their plate. Come on. This is like my third cup, so I'm rocking and rolling it. Look, let it snow. Got my snowman. <laughs> Probably making some of y'all mad. Listen, today's really good. Don't leave this earth having let everyone else use you but God. Woo! Dial pack a punch. Don't leave this earth having let everybody else use you except God. Hey, <laughs> you're fresh out of luck with me. Hey, Rick. Welcome, Rick and Jackie. All the way from Mexico. Glad y'all are watching today. Go ahead and start tagging people who need to clean their plate talking to you today why you're constantly overwhelmed and how to fix it why you're constantly overwhelmed and how to fix it all right don't leave this earth having let everyone else use you but god the goal is to continually live in his presence philippians 2 13 is our scripture for it is god who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose and your word for today is fulfill and we're reading through the bible this whole year, so all of your scriptures are there for you to get your daily Bible reading done today. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, all my friends. In case uh, somebody's able to share this to my Facebook wall, I don't know if it lets you, though. Well, somebody tag Sarah. She knows how to log in and do it. <laughs> Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, everybody. On my second giant cup, this equals three cups of coffee. Amen, Jay. <laughs> Jim says this equals three cups of coffee. It's true. I love coffee, man. I hope y'all make it a coffee drinking kind of day. Why you're constantly overwhelmed and how to fix it. Can I tell you this morning, you can trust God. And I know that seems so cliche. You know, you see it all the time. You probably have it embroidered or crocheted on a doily or in a picture frame hanging on your wall. But you can trust God. He has a plan for you. Good morning, Monica. All my good friends are on today. He has a plan, and I promise it doesn't include burning you out and leaving your family resentful and sad. He's got a good plan for you to get a lot done, but not to wear you out. So we're talking about clean your plate today. Why don't you just type that right now? Clean your plate. I like it. 
If we're going to be strong Christians, we have to start being honest about where we invest our time and energy. What a great, this is our first coffee of the year, ain't it? Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah, I hope it works too, Kathy. I don't know how. I don't. I think I have my settings private where people can't share things. Because, man, I get people from Pakistan, Kazwanka, Kazakhstan, all the places try to share things on my Facebook. So I don't be allowing that. Amen. But if we're going to be strong Christians, we've got to start being aware of where we spend our time and where we spend all of our energy. So I'm going to be brutally honest with you today. And, and sadly, the rise of anti-medication being prescribed to people is shocking. I mean, listen, in spite of all the advantages modern technology affords us, we're a generation of stressed out people, right? In spite of all the modern technology we have, we're a generation full of anti-anxiety medication. And I'm here to tell you that most of the stress that comes into our life, we put it there. So hang with me. Don't get mad at me. We do it to ourselves. Let's think this through for just a minute. Hang tight. Sure, there are things that happen outside of your control. I get it. Your kids get sick. Your dog gets sick. Your cat dies. Hopefully. Uh, your job ends. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Your loved ones um, pass away. But for the most part, yes, truly, truly bad things that happen are unplanned and, and unpreventable. I get it. But I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm not suggesting um, that you stop buckling your kids up in the car because you can't control their future. No. But do what you can. Amen. Do what you can. Live your life in such a way that your children can see where you put your trust. Your children can see the things you trust in and believe in. Right? When we, when we live our lives in this pressure cooker, which so many people do, of our own design, then what you're telling your kids, what you're telling your family is that you don't believe that God is capable of handling your situation. You don't believe God's capable of handling the things that life throws at you. But if we let God be in control of our circumstances, ain't that good? If we let God be in control of our circumstances, then you move from a place of stress to a place of strength. But didn't think about that, did you? It all comes back to our priorities. So I'm asking you, what's on your plate? The reason I titled it, Clean Your Plate, because you need to look at what's on your plate this year. We're entering into a brand new year. Whenever it is you're watching this or listening to the podcast of this, remember we do a new podcast every Tuesday and Thursday uh, podcast. Just look up Coffee with Kathy wherever you listen to podcasts and you'll see me there. But what's on your plate that shouldn't be. Question number one, I'm going to give you a lot of questions today. If you got a paper, get ready. Go to write these down. I'll also post all of these questions on my Facebook page. What's on your plate that shouldn't be there? What can you remove off of your plate? Give it to somebody else. Designate. Delegate. Get rid of it. Give it to somebody else to handle. What outside activities have you committed to that aren't yielding the return you hope for. It's okay to have all of these opportunities and all of these things on your plate, but you know, every couple of months you should look at your plate and, and, and sit down with a notepad and paper and say, okay, what is yielding fruit? 
does this still serve me? Because sometimes we think we got to keep doing a thing just because we committed to do the thing. But after a little bit of time of doing the thing, if it doesn't serve you, if it doesn't uh, uh, yield fruit, you got to take it off your plate. You got to go to the trash can. You got to scrape that little piece of yucky part off into the trash can. You got to feed that to your dog. <laughs> what can you stop doing that maybe you started doing it, but you got to stop doing it, right? Maybe you thought it'd be so great. Your kid came home from school and your kid thought, oh, I need to, I need to um, be in karate. I'm going to be in karate. I want to be in karate. Little Johnny's in karate and Billy's in karate and I want to do karate. So you signed your kid up for karate. Next thing you know, you is wearing yourself out trying to run your kid all over the, the world to do karate. Now, unless your kid is going to be Mr. Miyagi when he grows up, unless your little Johnny's going to be, you know, karate kid, stop that. Amen. You wearing yourself out trying to do something you ain't even should have signed up for in the first place. Or at least if he find out in a few short months that he ain't going to be karate kid part seven. He ain't going to play the role. Mr. Miyagi ain't teaching him nothing. Quit it. It's okay to cancel out those commitments. Amen. What have you said yes to without first seeking the Lord? This is a good question right here. You know, there's so many things that we just say yes blindly. We didn't ask our daddy if we could do it. We didn't talk to him about doing it. We just, hey, Gigi, good morning. Good morning. That's right. <laughs> Lick it clean, Sparky. That's right. My mama used to always make us clean our plate. I hope somebody tags Sarah and tags Michael Vidalich and tags and tags that um my mama and my sister. Hey, Tina, good morning. Good morning. Love all y'all. What can you stop doing? What have you said yes to without first seeking the Lord? Because a lot of times we do that. You know, everybody else is doing it. So we sign up to do it. Somebody asked us to do it and we sign up to do it. And we ain't even sought the Lord. And here's an easy way to get out of some things you might have got yourself into. You need to just be real and honest and say, listen, it's 2022 and I made a commitment that I'm going to... um Listen to my father and I went and prayed about this thing and I'm so sorry that I have to cancel or I'm so sorry that I have to break this commitment. Or, I'm so sorry. Look, I got all that makeup on my eye. I'm so sorry that I have to do this, but it's not serving me. I didn't ask my father if I could do it and that's just too much on my plate. You got to clean your plate of that, right? Are your kids and your spouse getting the rest of you and not the best of you? That's a good question to ask yourself going into this new year. Is my family just getting what's left of me? Right? It's true. How many times have you been too busy to pray and access what God wants you to do? How many times have you found yourself so busy? You, you didn't even ask God what he wanted you to do today. You didn't even ask him if he wanted you to do all the things you got on your plate to do. Did you ask him? I mean, because honestly, he probably would not have said, yes, I want you to, to join all these clubs and, and take your kids to run around to all of this stuff. And, and I want you to sign up on every volunteer paper you can. And, and I want you to, um, take a, a part-time job to go along with your full-time job. He probably didn't tell you to do none of all that. Nary not one thing. Probably didn't. How many times? Have we denied our souls the chance to drink from living water in favor of something else? We've denied ourselves 
Maybe we could have had quiet, restful time with the Lord. Let's say Wednesday morning, the Lord wanted us to have quiet time with him and, and a powerful soul searching time with him. But we done signed ourselves up to, for that Mr. Miyagi class on Wednesday morning. How many times? I mean, imagine how in your life, how many times you've missed of just being with God where he could really refresh you, really give you some creative and witty ideas and inventions and make you a whole lot of money. But think about that. <laughs> and if we're honest, it's all too easy to do. I get it. It's easy to sign up for a whole bunch of stuff. I get it. It's easy to become so busy that we forget that our enemy wants to kill, steal, and destroy from us. We get so busy doing life that we forget that. And Satan is a lot of things, but he ain't no dummy. Many stupid, but he ain't no dummy. He knows that a weary person, he knows your buttons. He knows that a weary, worn out person is less likely to pray and seek God. <laughs> y'all to just, y'all to just write that on a post-it note. A weary, worn out person is not going to seek after God and pray and read the Bible and study the word like they should because you wore out. Because you're weary. Because you're tired. Well, I'm preaching good up in here today. First coffee with Kathy of the new year. <laughs> I'll drink to that. And this is often where the cycle of fear and weakness begin. This is how the enemy gets you, man. He, he gets you off into fear and he gets you weak. Because if he can keep you weary, if he can keep you broke down, tired. Some of y'all are so tired. Like, stop, clean your plate, get some stuff off your plate, go to bed, go take a nap. Amen. I mean, here's the thing. For example, have you ever felt the sting that comes from letting your flesh dictate your response? Maybe some kid mouthed off at you. Maybe your boss smack talked you. Maybe some coworker popped off at you. Maybe your spouse run off at you. And then all of a sudden you regret what you said. Because you were in that weary, dry place. And, and your response was from a weary, dry place. Because you ain't even had time to seek the Lord and get that peace, calm. That spirit of peace and calm that comes on you when you spend the morning with him. When we allow ourselves to believe the lie that we can do things apart from God. That we can do things apart from the grace of God. Uh-uh. Weariness starts to settle deep in your heart. So, hey, Justin. Good, glorious morning. Amen. When we're frustrated or tired, can I tell you what we do? Our human response to stress is to phone a friend. Our human response to flesh is to get on social media and just run off at the mouth about it. Our human response to stress is not good. We're going to pop off. I'm for sure going to pop off. We want, to, we want to call up everybody. We want to call our mama. We want to call our friends. We want to call everybody. But can I tell you that God, meanwhile, God is saying, I'm here. Come to me and I will give your battle-worn heart a rest. Let me restore your heart. God is saying, I'm here. Good morning, Cindy. God is saying, I'm here. I will restore you. Phone me. <laughs> Let me be the person you phone. Let me be the person you text. Let me be the person you DM and IM and email, right? Good morning, Samantha. The next time life throws you a curveball, 
Stop and pray. Stop and pray. It's so, it sounds so easy and cliche and everybody's saying it for 20, this 2022 new year, you know, stop and pray. But listen, pray, really, really do it. Commit this year that I'm going to stop and pray every time. Ask God to cover you. And then you got to live your life like you believe you're covered. We got to live our life like we believe we're protected and we believe we're loved. We can't just say I'm protected. We can't just say I'm loved. We have to live our life has to line up with what we say with our mouth. Amen. Remember, he wants to spend time with you. Right? I want to spend time with you. As much as I enjoy having coffee with all of you and all of my friends, the Lord wants to spend time with you too. Right? You're supposed to be sharing this on your wall and tagging people who need to clean their plate. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Thanks for tagging people. Just a few minutes every day, you'd be surprised at how much your life would change. Just a few minutes every day of you reading the Bible, of you laying your burdens down, of you saying, I mean, this is going to make all the difference in the world when you just spend a few minutes every morning saying, okay, God, you know, I can't do this day without you. If I've got too much on my plate, please tell me now. Maybe you need to draw symbolically or maybe for real. You should draw a circle. Well, let's just do it right now. Well, I got my handy dandy. Y'all gonna see it backwards, but that's okay. Maybe you should draw a picture of your plate. Let me get y'all a little fork. This is a beautiful fork. And a little and a little knife. <laughs> Listen. And some of you need to maybe, you know, divide up your plate and all the things you got on your plate. You need to put it on your plate, right? Some of the things you got on your plate, you got you got work on your plate, you got your job on your plate, right? You got um, that volunteer work you do on your plate. You got uh, kids soccer on your plate. Uh, you got that Bible study you go to on your plate. You need to write down everything you got on your plate. Some of you, like my friend Tina said, some of you are a mom of two babies or toddlers or whatever. Oh, I like that plate emoji, Sparky. That's genius. Okay, everybody has to put a plate emoji in the comments right now. You write down all the things that you have on your plate, okay? Maybe you um, uh, take, uh, um, I don't know, maybe you take your dog's friend for a walk or maybe you, all the commitments. You need to write all the commitments on your plate. And then you need to have some soul searching time with God in the morning. Amen. When you get up in the morning and have some soul searching time, my God. What of these things on my plate? I mean, like write everything. Every hat you wear, you need to write you need to write it all down. First get it all written down so you can see exactly how much you do. You might have to write a bigger plate. Ha <laughs> ha This is good stuff. All right. Just a few minutes are gonna make a difference. Because we can get pretty consumed with all the things we have to do. If you, if you actually write down everything you do on your plate, you will see just how full your plate is. We get consumed by all the stuff, right? Maybe, maybe you signed up to be the president of the PTA. Maybe you signed up to, to be a, a school helper for your kid's school. You know, just write down everything you signed up to do, everything you have to do in a day. And, and you'd be surprised sometimes. 
I mean, for me, I'll get consumed in a day. I might, I might spend hours looking for content to share, looking for things to preach, looking for stuff to share and do. And then, you know, uh, you'll get drained. You'll get overwhelmed. You'll get frustrated. And at the end of the day, you got nothing to show for it. But you, sometimes people spend a lot of hours just scrolling on that telephone. You ought to go today. This is a good thing to put on your plate. It just came to me. Good morning, my friend Elaine. A good thing just came to me to put on your plate. Go in your settings on your phone and look at how many hours this week you've spent on all of the things you do. It'll tell you how, how much time you spent reading emails, how much time you spent on Instagram, how much time you spent on Snapchat and MySpace and all the spaces. Listen, write all that stuff down on your plate. Five hours, Netflix and chill. Uh, ten, do everything you do in the course of a week on your plate. You'd be surprised. And then your commitments all start piling up. Write down all your commitments because the Lord knows they'll start piling up. You might have to get a platter. <laughs> Some of y'all going to have to wait. Some of y'all, y'all going to have to get a whole big old platter. I'm not a very good artist, as you can tell. But since Sarah's not here, I had to have my own decoration. So got my own snowman. Some of you got to go to a platter because your commitments you got so many. I mean, look at your phone. Look at your phone right now and just see how many emails and text messages and uh, unopened things. So many op unopened things you got. It's a lot. We can get consumed with it. And then people keep adding commitments to their plate and adding commitments to their plate. And, oh, I think I could do that. My neighbor did it, so I'll do it. My neighbor got a new car, so I'm going to get a new car. My neighbor got a new ATV, SUV. ABC, so I got to get one. And you just keep piling things on your plate. It's time to rest, people. It's time to rest from all that. Clean your plate. Some things you think there ain't no way out. There's a way out. You just gotta, you just gotta fess up and repent. Some of us might have to repent and tell some people, I'm so sorry. Last week I told you I'd keep the nursery all year long, but I can't do that. I know I told you I would snow shovel your driveway for you all year long for free, but I can't do that. And it's good to make plans and have goals and, and visions and see things accomplished. I'm actually teaching a class on January 21st. We're going to make vision boards, and I'm going to teach about vision boards, and I'm going to, um, we're going to make them. So I'm for teaching, uh, I'm for having a goals and, and plans and all of that kind of stuff, okay? But everything that you need to have accomplished is secondary. That's secondary to resting in Jesus and asking him what he wants you to do for the day. You can have your whole plate all cleaned off and everything just right. But you still got to get up in the morning and say, Father, is there anything you want me to add to my plate? Because really, you know, that's our highest calling. Our highest calling is the main thing on the plate. Amen? And it's good to be consumed by purpose. But if you really, um, uh, it isn't really purpose if you lose connection with the one who created you. Right? To have fellowship with him. That should be the first thing on your clean plate is to have fellowship with the one who created me to have fellowship with. Right? There's this great story in the Bible. I wish somebody would tag my sister so she'll stop texting me. Carrie Winnegar Fisher. If y'all are friends with her, tag her so she will get in on a Bible study and stop texting me. She's blowing up my phone. 
Listen, there's a great Bible story about these two women in the Bible. You know them, Mary and Martha. Somebody say, Martha, Martha, Martha. Somebody comment, Martha, Martha, Martha. <laughs> and I feel that each one of these probably represent us at some point in our life. We're, we're either like Mary or we're like Martha. Sometimes we could be like Mary and Martha in the same week. But listen, Jesus was a guest in their home and it was expected that they would prepare a meal for him. And Jesus showed up a little bit suddenly, so they had no time to prepare. So naturally, Martha frantically begins putting together the best meal she can. Martha, Martha, Martha. She's, she's frantic. She's trying to get them frozen meals out. She's getting Jesus a pot pie going. She's trying to microwave some stuff because she ain't got time to preheat the oven. Right? And it was challenging for her. She's working all by herself and her sister Mary... She ain't even care to help her. Anybody ever felt like that? Anybody ever feel like nobody helps me? I got all this stuff to do and all these commitments to do and nobody helps me. Martha, Martha, Martha. Right? She expresses to Jesus how upset she is that Mary ain't helping her. Anybody got upset lately? Because it feels like nobody's helping you. You got so much to do and nobody's helping you. Right? Mary's, Mary's doing nothing. And Martha's working overtime. I felt that way. I felt that way last week. I feel like I can't get no help. I just can't get no help around here. <laughs> well, and you feel like it's not like you can stop because the work you have to do is an obligation. But is it? Is everything you're doing an obligation? I mean, really? We're going to fix it today. We're going to clean our plate. So Jesus responds to Martha. And he doesn't say, Martha, you're right. Mary should be helping you out. I'm going to go in the living room and I'm going to give her what for. I'm going to snatch a knot in her head. I'm going to jerk a knot in her head. Pop a cap. No, no, Jesus didn't do that. Here's what he said, Luke 10. Martha, Martha. That's why I say Martha, Martha. Thanks, y'all typed it in the comments. Martha, Martha. You are anxious and troubled about many things. Can we say this about you? Kathy, Kathy. Put your name in the scripture, Kathy, Kathy. You are anxious and troubled about many things. Sparky, Sparky. You are anxious and troubled. Put your name in there, Jim and Mary, Gigi, Cindy. Are you anxious and troubled about many things? This is so good. Luke 10, 41 and 42. You ought to put this on, on your plate, above your plate. We're going to title your plate. Uh, Luke 10. 41 and 42. He said, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Somebody type number one. There ought to be some cute emoji with the number one. One thing is necessary. Y'all, if we can get this one thing, we can get this one thing. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Come on, somebody. I love that. Jesus tells Martha, Mary has chosen the good portion, right? The reality is Martha's work wasn't really an obligation. Jesus would be, Jesus would be okay. He's missed some meals. He'll be all right. Sure, it was a good thing to do. It was a God thing to do, but it wasn't necessary. Can I tell you, not all, not all good things are God things. I'm, I'm just let that sit with you for a minute. 
Not all good things are godly things. Not all good things are things that you should be. Oh, that's a good one, Sparky. One thing. This one thing. Not all good things are things you should be doing. Sure, it was good to do, but it wasn't necessary. Only one thing was necessary. Randy? Randy. I mean, you run off to Florida, sitting by the pool. I ain't got a thing in the world to do on a Thursday. I bet you forgot the time change. No, wait, because it's really 11 your time. I bet you forgot. This really makes you an hour and a half late, Randy. This is, this is going to be unacceptable behavior. One thing was necessary. We're going to have to clean this off your plate. <laughs> this is the one thing that was necessary. To sit and soak up the moment because the Savior of the world was in her living room. Could you imagine? I mean, be honest right now. Type Mary or type Martha. Jesus is in your living room. And you are A, in the kitchen scrambling trying to find some food for him. Cooking up a pot pie, pecan pie, pumpkin pie. Or B, are you maybe Mary, Sue's fault. I knew it, Randy. I gotta get y'all back on a routine where Sue goes and works in the garden and, and leaves at 10 o'clock a time alone. Or B, you sitting in the living room with Jesus soaking in all that he has for you. Sometimes we miss Jesus because we're so busy doing all the things we think are serving. And we're really not. We're missing Jesus in our living room because we're so busy in our phone. We're so busy in the kitchen. We're so busy running kids ragged everywhere. And ain't never one of them going to grow up to be no professional baseball player or soccer player or hockey player or nothing. We're spending all our time. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, everybody. We miss Jesus. I'm going to say it again. Sometimes we miss Jesus because we're too busy doing all the things, thinking we're serving him when really we're not. Woo! Ah, that's right, Kathy. You, Jesus came come in your living room. <laughs> you got so many boxes. And it's great to serve. The highest act of servant, uh, service to God is to simply be with him and find rest in his presence. So I'm all about serving. I, I'm huge on serving. I'm a big servant. I serve the kingdom. I serve God. I run around crazy like a chicken with my head cut off. I do all kinds of things, but I never lose sight of the fact that the highest call, the highest serving is to sometimes just sit in his presence and rest. Amen. Amen. Sit in his presence and rest. Besides, how will you know where to go if you don't receive direction from the one you claim to be serving? How you going to serve him, but you don't get no direction? You don't stop and take time to get direction from him on what he wants you to do. Thanks, Samantha. Welcome. Good morning, all y'all. That's an amen. That's a truth bomb right there. How will you know where to go if you don't receive direction from the one you claim to be serving? Right? We got to stop more often. It's true. Nothing's more important than letting the love of God fill you up. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing's more important than sitting in the presence of God and, and letting his word be our strength. Letting him strengthen us. 
Nothing's more important in your day. If you got to get up extra early, get up extra early. If you say, well, I got, I got babies, get up while they're sleeping. Amen. Let them cry for a minute. It's okay. Let your kid cry. Nothing's more important. No act of service, no busyness, no ministry, no pursuit. Nothing you run after and chase after is more important than just sitting with him real quick and listening to what he has to say to you, right? You can't be going and going and going and wonder why you haven't heard from God. Well, I just haven't heard from God. I've been going and running and doing, right? You can't be empty. How are you going to pour into anybody else if you empty? I can't. I can't pour into people if I'm so empty. If I'm struggling to make rest a priority, we have to rest, right? So if you're struggling to prioritize rest, here are six tips you can start putting into practice right now. You ready for them? Number one, no matter what lies ahead of you, no matter what your day looks like, no matter how much you got going on, take time first thing in the morning to be with Jesus. Amen. And, and I'm okay if you got to be with Jesus at nighttime. You should be with him at nighttime too. But I'm telling you, in the morning is where you're going to get your direction from him. So don't give me this stuff. I spend my time with Jesus at nighttime. Well, how do you know what he wanted you to do all day? Uh-uh. Nope. Better get up. Better get up early, people. Number two, drink more coffee. Amen. That's not number two. I'm just saying get up early. Like, drink more coffee. It's, it's coffee with Kathy. It's not, it's not H2O with Kathy. It's not apple juice or apple cider. It's not really even hot tea. It's coffee. Drink more coffee. Number two, learn how to say no. No is a complete sentence, actually. No is a complete sentence. Nope. No. Nah. Nada. Uh-uh. Ain't. Whatever. Learn how to say no to some commitments. People try to overcommit you. People want you to do everything. Say nope. No. Somebody type no in all capital letters. Nope. Number three, be flexible. Even if you have a lot on your plate, in case y'all joined us late, you got to go back and watch it again, but maybe you got a lot on your plate. Even if you got a lot on your plate, you better scrape some of that stuff off in the trash can. You better scrape some of that stuff on the floor and let your dog have it. But you need to clear some time to rest intentionally. Everybody say, what are you doing? I'm resting. Leave me alone. I'm intentionally resting. I got to hear from God. I got to get direction. Leave me alone. Get your flannel sheets on. <laughs> and lay down for a long winter's nap. No, I'm kidding. Rest, people. Number four, release anxiety. You could, you could say, Jesus, I can't be taking this anxiety no more. Amen. That's right, Samantha. Take time with Jesus first thing in the morning. Number two, learn how to say no. No's a complete sentence. Stop taking on so many commitments. Number three, go resting. Yeah, go to Florida and sit by the pool for a month or two. Uh, number four, release any anxiety. Three was be flexible. Four, release any anxiety that you have. You got to say, Father, I release this. I, I, I mean, I can't be anxious. Amen. It ain't going to change a thing in the world. Stop being anxious. Stop worrying. Oh, my goodness. Like I said at the beginning, anti-anxiety medication is through the roof. I got some medicine for that anxiety, amen. It's called the Word of God. Come on. Number five. Four is release anxiety. Number five, take breaks 
as you work, even throughout the day. Let's say God gives you everything he wants you to do and you running with it, man. You got your day pumped up and going. You got your swimsuit on. You headed to the swimming pool. <laughs> Take a break and say, okay, God, am I doing everything you want me to do today? Have I talked to everybody? Have I reached out? Have I added value to people? Who do you want me to add value to the rest of the day? Who can I search out? You know, stop and take a break and ask God, you know, is everything going good? Is my plate looking good? Am I eating everything I'm supposed to on my plate? Get all that unhealthy junk off your plate. It's a new year. New year, new you. We're going to be healthy this year. Coffee's actually healthy. I think they actually sell a healthy coffee. You drink, it helps you lose weight. People don't sell anything nowadays. I'm not even kidding. I wish they'd sell something to make my hair stop sticking straight up. But that's all right, y'all, my friends. I don't care. Number six, last one. Remember, you're taking this journey one step at a time. So you got to put one foot in front of the other. Keep moving. Number six, keep moving. Keep pursuing. Pursue peace. Pursue love. Pursue joy. Pursue Jesus. You got to keep doing that. You can't quit. You can't quit. You, you come across your plate and there's something unhealthy on there. You don't just throw the whole plate in the garbage. Just get that stuff off your plate. Amen. Amen. Well, I got a homework assignment for y'all. You can write this in your journal. So I'm sure all of you, by now, if not, you got to go on Amazon now and get it. By all of you, now all of you have your Coffee with Kathy daily devotional journal. We got lots of places in here for you to journal. So here's some things you can write in your journal today. Answer these questions in your journal and include today's date. Well, the date will be on there, but if you need an extra sheet of paper, write the date on there. And I'll post these questions on um, a Coffee with Kathy page and my Facebook page. But you need to ask yourself some of these questions. And I need y'all to take the time this week to sit down and answer the questions. Write them all out. Okay, well, number one, what does your life look like right now, today? I want you to describe it. I want you to write it all out. And yes, I want you to write it because this is important. This is important for our vision board we're going to be working on uh, at the end of the month um, if you're local here. But this is good for you to do at home. Um, to, I, might, I might actually live broadcast the vision board um, class that I'm going to do. But before that happens, what's your life look like right now? Describe it. Where do you work? Do you like your job? Where do you live? Answer all these questions. Do you like your home? Who lives with you? How do you feel about the people in your life? What do you wish you could change about your life? So you're going to be writing lots of answers to lots of questions. Uh, what's the main thing that's not working in your life? Who's in your life? Your friends? Who do you talk to most? What's your financial situation look like? What would you change? How do you feel physically? Are you healthy as you want to be? Are you as fit as you want to be? Do you have energy? How's your diet going? We're going to answer all these questions. I'll print them. I'll post them so you can print them. And this is going to help you get your vision board ready. And this is going to help you have a great year. Life-changing. Life-changing. Number 10, how do you feel Mentally, are you sad, depressed, happy? How do you currently project, at, protect and recharge your mind? That's good to answer. How do I protect my mind? How do I recharge my mind? These are going to be good. What are your most common thoughts about? What if your life was everything you ever dreamed it could be? 
What if you had the job you loved? What if you were traveling the world? I feel like a salesman, like I'm about to sell y'all a, a, a multi-level marketing scheme, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm just going to help you get your vision board ready and, and be able to look at it, put it, put it at your house and look at it twice a day in the morning and at night. We're going to see some things happen. Some, you know, the million dollar question, uh, what would your life look like? If money wasn't a problem and, and et cetera, et cetera. So I'll post these questions. You got lots of homework to do tonight. Write as many answers, write as much stuff down, get it on paper. And then next week I will help y'all. We're going to spend the whole month of January uh, getting our vision board ready, focusing, talking about our goals, uh, doing just what we did today, cleaning our plate. It all starts with cleaning our plate. Right. And and not the way your mama used to make you do it. How many of y'all hand up emoji? Your mama used to make you clean your plate. I'm curious this generation we got going now. Probably, I don't know, maybe, maybe, but hand up emoji if your mama ever said clean your plate or your daddy or great granny or whoever you lived with or grew up with actually made you clean your plate. I know mine did. That's why I I tell her that's why I'm the size I am now. It's your fault. <laughs> See, Randy, that's right, Gigi, that's right. I knew I wasn't the only one. Your mama made you clean your plate all the time. Share the broadcast. Yes, Kathy. Share this broadcast. Start tagging people who need to clean their plate. This is going to be life-changing for some people. You're going to get all these questions answered, and then we're going to go somewhere with this. Amen? Me either, Kathy. I didn't do it for my kids. I, I told mine, just eat, eat um, until you're comfortable. Not even full, just comfortable. There's more food. You know, mom always just say they're starving kids in other countries, right? And you're like, well, bring them to our house. We got plenty of food and you cramming it down my throat and making me eat it. But that's probably the one time I got a whipping in my life. <laughs> but my mama said they're starving people. Bring them here. Go get them. If, if, if you care so much about it, mama, why don't you go get them instead of telling me about it? <laughs> I've always been like this. I'm a mess. My mama, oh well. But listen, I love y'all. This is my, this is my last week. Uh, Sarah beat back and I'll be back in the studio. And this is my last week having to make my own decorations. But look, I drew y'all a snowman. I said, let it snow. Let it snow. Oh, you weren't told. Jim says, I love to eat. I love cleaning my plate. So they never told me to clean my plate. <laughs> it's probably true. Well, I love all y'all. I hope you go make it a coffee drinking kind of day. And I will see you back next Thursday. Goodbye in Jesus' name.